Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Today on the show, I got the honky tonk countryman himself, Beaumont James, and uh, we've uh, got some some beer on the table. His favorite, uh, Miller Lite. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. That's what it should look like. It's a little too tall, but this this is right. Right, right. I know yeah. you like the twelve ounce. Four ounces is too tall. Yeah, you like the, the twelve ounce. I know they can't they can't measure from that. No. <laughs> It's too tall. No, but visual indicators, yeah. um, it just means, uh, yeah, there's a, about a two inches taller but <laughs> of beer, but I think we can handle that. That's right. That's the Dude. math. Cheers, man. And cheers. Mm. So, uh, Beaumont's last album, Try Every Trick, came out last year. Lots of stories of carnies and clowns and floods and all that kind of, and the cold. That's right. All kinds of, uh, you know, um, country... Uh, friendly stories and tales, and um, I'm excited to have you out here because I know you're moving soon. Tell me where you're going. That's right. I'm, I'm taking off to uh, Denver, Colorado. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a brand new trend I'm setting on my own, right? Yeah. I'm the first one to, to move to Denver because it's popular. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's definitely like not a, a trend or anything No, like it's not. Right I, now. It's... It's a new thing. I'm hoping some people yeah. will follow. Yeah, because there's, there's no pole factors in Colorado, <laughs> so I don't know why you're doing no, that. No, no, no. I'm the first one. Yeah. It's a new frontier. Yeah. Know? Yeah. That's what they're calling it. That's what I'm calling it. People are going to be calling that after, after I go. Yeah. So, Good. you know. What's bring, on, on the real, what is bringing you out there? Uh, uh, a woman. Mm. Yeah, about that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Damn, how do we that? like them out? Is that classic or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Try that one on right there. Sure. Well, yeah. that that makes sense to me. Yeah, so, yeah, no doubt. So, um, yeah. Who, so, who is this this woman? This oh, woman. this woman. Her name's Carly, mm. and she actually she's a River West uh, alumni. Oh yeah. No great. doubt. She's been here. She's going to law school, and uh, and I'm gonna follow now. Oh, uh, cool. A year tardy, but I'm still gonna go. Had music stuff to finish up. But uh, yeah, sure, time, time to make a run for it. Dude, that's beautiful though. That, mile high, they say it's mile high, I don't know. Right. I'll measure it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm taking a tape. Yeah, you're bringing the, the tape measure. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, dude, that's, uh, that's that's love, man. That's awesome. Yeah, that's I'm, the deal. I'm actually a newly enrolled River Wester myself. Right on, no, and, no, and welcome. Thank you, thank you. I like it a lot so far. It's been about two months out here, yeah. and uh, man, it's just, it's a community. It's not just a neighborhood. Yeah, it kicks ass. Right. We uh, we we sip our cheap beers. <laughs> we love music. Great dogs out here. No doubt. Rover West. Yeah, the Rover West, right across arf, the street. Man, from arf, here. No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But um, yeah. So this podcast is off the leash. It, it, <laughs> man, the the, the the puns are uh, out of this yeah, world today. Out for sure. So, dude, um, so, um, what we talk about in Mr. Nice Guy, we, uh, examine love, fear, passion, um, uh, motivation, inspiration, all things. Yeah, sure. All things creativity, man. Yeah, all the feel stuff. Yes. All yeah. the, you know, all I, the stuff that'll move you. Right. The bulldozer stuff. Right. Yeah. I, I'm trying to take a magnifying glass. And, yeah. And yeah, right. Look right at you. Yeah. Don't, don't burp. Yeah, okay. So. Don't make me the ant and the sunlight in the magnifying glass. Sorry. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to try not to, uh, to vaporize you here. That was a, yeah. That was <laughs> <laughs> don't vaporize me. We're off to a great start. <laughs> um, so, uh, Beaumont, so the first. First time I 
time I ever saw you perform was out over uh, on Locust Street during Locust Street Fest. Uh, it was uh, drizzling, uh-huh. uh, and it was um, it was I had met you before, but I sure. um, but I feel like that was such a uh, uh, an ideal uh, like sort of. Um, scenario to be seeing you in outside while it's raining in Wisconsin, and uh, you nailed it amongst uh, you know three hundred fifty people hammering beers at yeah you know noon or whatever. It was, oh right, two o'clock. Oh, it was you a party. It was in a the party. neighborhood. Yeah, you know to boot. It took me a, a minute to walk there. So. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, and it was it was perfect. I mean, I feel like it it, it catered really well to your sound and sort of yeah. the the thematic material. Just you know. Yep. enjoying the outdoors and stuff that's very prevalent in your music sure so um yeah but it was it was a real fucking good time uh you know people aren't partying with uh, as many beers as they are with white claw these days yeah what, that's true what do you have to say about that? you know what i i i uh i'm trying to just really let people enjoy things yeah the best that i can <laughs> yeah and <laughs> Probably also because if you find me, you know, after you know uh, 30 Miller Lights, then I probably got to flip over two to White Claw. Right, so, right, yeah. So you know, what, uh, by by giving the people the liberty to choose their own drink, I'm I'm really you know backdoor giving myself a, a pat on the back, to, like you know, give myself permission to also <laughs> yeah. be a White Claw indulger. Man, I, I so you just do it. Yeah, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm religiously 12 ounce Miller Light. Right. You'll get that White Claw. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Claw, lime Claw, no doubt. That's Paul good. Matthews. That's good. I mean, I mean, I, I'm a, I mean, I'm, I'm a total like uh, beer guy all the way as yeah. well. Um, my old man taught me, but I mean, I can't. Know what you mean? Right, right, right. Um, he was a he drank Miller Genuine Draft. Ooh, though. okay. Yeah. All right. He was like a log. That's a dinosaur now. No yeah, doubt. I know. He was a logger. That's guy. a dinosaur. He's yeah. a logger guy. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm from yeah, and I'm from Illinois. Um, okay, right on. So like. Um, he also would occasionally drink the the Goose Island. Oh yeah, uh, that was another yeah, of course, too. of course. Um, yeah. Those are uh, those are um, nose to nose uh, kind of company interests now. Yeah. How do you one mean? of those Anheuser Busch, and one of those yeah. is uh, obviously a Miller brand. Yeah, right. But that uh, geographically, that makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's middle ground. Right. Always right. that middle ground. That's a battleground. Yeah, it is. Yeah. This will, this you got to win that if you want to feel win it all. Oh man, I know. I've been, <laughs> dude. I from you, Chicago to Cairo, Illinois. You got to you got to have it all. Yeah, you, know you do. Mean? Yeah, exactly. No, that is true. I mean, uh, it's. It's not. It's sort of um, in the same way you pick a sports team. You're you're picking your your draft. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So yeah, background. But, yeah, but he also he see he and on this this is how we will relate. Um, I, I I never found the taste for Budweiser. I kind of sure. despise it. Sure. This stuff all the way, man. Yeah, this is the stuff, you know? Yeah. No doubt. This no is, doubt. This is the party. Yeah, this, a, this is where it's at, right? Right, here. right, exactly. Yeah. A You're, little too tall, but it, you get the right. Thing, you know, no trim a, yeah, trim a couple inches off. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So, Beaumont, uh, mm-hmm. we can talk beers all day, but yeah, we're, we're really here to talk what I want to know about <laughs> your musicianship. Okay, a lot of sure. guys go, lot, what's really common now, especially in the. Kind of like in the, um, especially, so I'm 32, right? Mm-hmm. So there are many, um, if I go out and find all my kind of most aggressive, uh, most successful, um, most endearing 
like folk punk and like aggressive country, like yeah. kind of like we're like a little bit of an angry honky tonk band yeah, when we sure. were mm -hmm. before we dissolved, of course. Um, you'll find most of them, they started out being punk rockers growing up their whole life, right? Yeah. They're, they're all from a rock and roll background. That's how they grew up. They grew up like, you know, on all the shit you'd expect them to. They were black flag kids when they were Ramones. when they were eighteen. Yeah. yeah, right. And now they're now they're my age, and they went, and now they've you know they they want to chill out a little bit mm -hmm. or whatever. So they still have those influences very right. heavily present. And I think that and I was the opposite, like you're saying. I'm opposite of that. Definitely the inverse. That I I grew up on you know like. TNN country music yeah. videos, you know, before the fucking monster truck rally or Bill Dance yeah, is catching right. ass on TV, right. and I'd be watching, I'd be watching Alan Jackson out there like water skiing and stuff, oh, you know. Yeah. Right. So that was my that was my every morning, and my you know my dad uh, gave me a ton of that. So I grew up just very honky tonk 101. And my and my stepmom and dad owned a bar growing up, so I was very much like a bar kid every other weekend. No, oh, yeah. So I mean I, I grew up really grew up in the honky tonk setting half my half the time. Not at mom's but I Where whereabouts? Baraboo, Baraboo, Wisconsin. Baraboo, Wisconsin. Yeah, like this, you take it up oh, there, yeah. it's kinda like right about I there. just went to a I was at a wedding there actually. In Baraboo proper? Yeah, this past September. Okay. Uh it was a campground. Yeah, okay. And then we Well the the the, res, the that wedding itself was uh Devil's Lake, mm -hmm. but then we had the campground was in Baraboo, I believe, sure. and it was uh, that was where the reception was, and then the post reception was at Ho Chunk. Yeah, okay. don't remember that. Part. Right on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen. No, I didn't know if you were there. No, yeah. I, I don't. I, as far as I know, I was yeah. photoshopped into those pictures. <laughs> Somebody put me in. Right. The someone. Yeah. Someone. Uh, someone did this. <laughs> someone is sabotaging my image as someone who can't who can't hold his spot yeah. at cows. But. But yeah. no, Barbie's beautiful. Yeah, very beautiful yeah. town. That being said, it's a very it's a you know bar culture 101 Wisconsin yeah. city, very 101. Sure. So that was growing up, and that uh, if you talk influences or whatever, like that's that's my foundation. Yeah. yeah. So my foundation from there, and then later, you know, you start as you start even you know being a fan of uh, like I said, like aggressive honky tonk bands and. You know some of the folk punk stuff. You started mm -hmm. wondering like, how the heck I get to be like that? And you start realizing they're really not like not the way that I've done it. They didn't find like get more aggressive as they went on. They yeah. started out that and they chilled out to that spot where they're just right. like, I want people to hear my words yeah. finally. Yeah, right, right, right. And me, it's been the opposite. I've like I, I still and even now as we're done, still uh, an escalation and kind of like. <laughs> Volume, <laughs> yeah, yeah, very definitely. Volume, speed, intensity, yeah. you know, all those factors. Right. So that's why that's why I mean that's why I meant it's been a little bit it's been a little bit the opposite, which sure. I think's typical. Yeah. No, I mean that that makes sense. I mean. Yeah. Um, no, it's I mean it's kind of cool though. Um, I think it definitely sets you apart because I mean you're obviously still uh, you know the subject matter is still there. How do you feel like the subject matter, like your songwriting, changes over time too with that? Um. Well, that that part's uh, <laughs> still, still intact. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting because uh, I think I started out, you know, I never, I just picked up a guitar when I was 23 or something like 24. Not from a music family at all, so I had to. I really wanted. I've really been a writer. Yeah. First and foremost, so I started writing, 
and um, and then I wanted to play guitar just enough to support writing, you know. Mm -hmm. So if you wrote poems and you but you wanted to go play play music in front of people, yeah. you better learn to have a fucking instrument behind you. Otherwise, you you don't you got no you have no support for it. So, yeah. um, so then when I got past that and then you know learned how to play the guitar enough enough to get by, yeah. and still I'm still like a. I'm still like a six-year-old that you gave like a toy guitar to yeah, and said, right. just to entertain <laughs> yeah. him or yeah. just smashing on the thing. Mm -hmm. like, that's my guitar thing. I'm, I'm oh. fine with it. That's still my deal though. Right. I'm yeah. good with it. That's, that's the deal. But um, So you were my age actually yeah. when you picked up a guitar. Yeah, sure wow. enough. Sure yes. enough. Wow. Yeah. And uh, so then over time, you this, the writing to answer your question kind of changes because you start to understand how uh, a band supporting you, how much sonically that changes everything and how much um, the potential for all the intensity to come out now arrives. So now your writing changes because you're writing actually to that dynamic instead yeah. of writing to the poem that I mentioned before. Right, right, right. You know, now I'm, now I'm writing to the crowd that was that was the 300 people at Locust, Locust Street yep, yep. that you're like trying to, you know, like scare. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that's how it changes. They're get, it's getting spooky. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I mean, that was a, yeah, I mean, it was a fun-ass show. I mean, uh, you're, so tell me about the, so the, the wild claims are dissolving with your moving, correct? Yeah, they'll be, they'll be done. Sure. Yep, they'll be done. Sad. That's that. Sad. Very is, sad. Yeah, so was your oh, last? Very sad. It's by far the hardest, the, by far the toughest part. It's like a breakup. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But still a lot of, uh, um, even to get to that point, like at the show that you saw, I mean, for some bands, like they'd be like, whatever, we played, you know, we're not going to play Locust Street. We've been asked the last 10 years. Like, yeah. I get it. And they have much bigger shows, but I mean, we started, we started from nothing. Mm -hmm. And so to even get to that point, like feel happy about it. Like to be able to go yeah. on the road for a while and go do all the shit that we wanted to do, like feel proud enough that even though it's like a breakup, it's like, mm -hmm. If it were, if it's a breakup, then it's like, this is a good relationship. Yeah, right, right, right. right <laughs> this relationship yeah. kicked ass for a while. Right, it was amicable. Yeah, yeah, amicable. yeah. It yeah. won't be epic because of the time you applied to it, but it'll be, it'll be, uh, I mean, just so goddamn fun. Oh, totally. My God. Yeah, I mean, and you, playing that music on stage is just a fucking blast. It's a great That's all there is to it. Yeah. People usually can feel it. So was was the Cooperage show your last show? That was, yeah. Oh, wow, with the yeah. legendary Shake Shack. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. One hell of a venue to play out at. Yeah, it was. It was great. Time, it, was, right? it was a fitting ending, and it was kind of a, we were a true opener. But uh, a funny story about them is that's one of the the bands that I talked about earlier, and I talked about um, you know kind of like the like uh, folk punk and like those southern roots bands, these roots rock bands. Legendary Shack Shakers is one of the first bands that I saw that I like that I saw like in that basically that genre. Wow. And the dude that was you know the dude his name is J D Wilkes, but he was leading that band. And the first time I saw him was just like I wish I could you know coming even in that yeah. in that whole fucking world just yeah. any little piece and so it was a really fitting kind of end for me personally because it was a because it was just like 
you know, I saw that when I, I thought we couldn't. And his, he was, he's like a very, very intense performer, sure. very notable frontman. Yeah. And I'm sure that had an impression on me at the beginning. I barely talked to him, but it was still fun. Oh, it was man. still a fun conclusion. Amazing, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Dude, holy yeah. shit. That's, uh, yeah, it was great. That's awesome. It was great. Yes. Right up to the bitter end, it was really fun. Mm. No doubt. So, yeah, tell me about, like, who your bandmates were and just what how they how you feel like they really amplified what your band was oh man so they so they um the guys that i ended up with that ended up being the last wild clan is rob collier kentucky rob collier nice yeah he, nice. he's he's the bass player um nate dixon fiddle player word and uh and dan nice uh the drummer and they uh, Dan was a Dan was a pickup from former bass player Kevin Vrainy, his classic band, classic Milwaukee band stuff, right? Oh, right, right, right yeah. Bass player wants to, he says that you know had a good time, but but uh, but I'm gonna leave, but at the same time uh, introduces us in a transition to, sure. to Dan, and Dan yeah. got, doesn't want. I mean, naturally, it has nothing to do with honky tonk. Doesn't give a shit about this at all. Yeah. But it, like Kevin probably told him, like this is fun when you get on stage. Oh, like, totally. You're not gonna care. Right. So anyways, then so Dan came up, not a natural honky tonk guy, but just, the way we played it, just uh, just took you know picked it up and kicked ass. And you met dudes from a hockey league. Oh yeah. Yeah. So before that, before before Kevin, I actually met a guy named Ramblin' Rob Miller. Oh yeah. And Ramblin' Rob Miller was playing. <laughs> Was this yeah? Because I was solo before this. Yeah. Right. Which I would that doesn't sound fun to me at all. Anymore. Right. I'd right. never do that again. And uh, and Rob was a was a guitar player and like with a fucking I don't know a kazoo, you know like doing like solo yeah. would go busk on Brady on a Sunday afternoon ride his bike up there and so he said you want to play. I said, if you want to come play drums, like in a hockey talk band, and he said, yeah, man, I'll do that. Like shows up with a kick, you know, like a kick pedal and a suitcase, and so then we we did that for a year and a half and got more and more serious. Like added a full drum kit mm -hmm. to the point that we got there, and then we brought on Kevin, the bass player. In the meantime, and he was super patient because we fu we fucking sucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we fucking pretty much sucked, but enough to entertain people oh, still. Right, like, right. And had a blast and had a blast. So you know, had opening shows for like David Allen Cole and shit. That's and, like, awesome. Yeah, go we all kicked our coverage for sure. Conned ourselves into into some good spots, and then so then Kevin came. So now it's three of us. Now Rob leaves. And then, uh, and then we pick up Dan, the, the new drummer, Kevin leaves, and we find Kentucky Rob on Craigslist, which, mm -hmm. by the way, Kentucky Rob uh, coming off Craigslist in Milwaukee That's is awesome. insane. Damn, You had wow. no business being a, Dan's left many times, like, we found this guy on fucking Craigslist. Uh, so then we found him, and then Nate, uh, Nate, fiddle player from Madison, and Nate uh, is very like people don't forget Nate playing. Yeah. Right. He's very he's a very animated person on stage. He kind of gets into his zone, and he plays ass off. Right. Yeah. And Nate too. That's not his natural. He, he doesn't didn't ask to be in a honky tonk band necessarily. Right. Not the musical habitat you would have expected yeah, right. to find it. I mean, he wants experimental stuff, and you know he's like a big Primus fan, and he kicks ass. Oh, so he does yeah. his thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's, you know, that's what he wanted to do. But he just, they they knew that uh, we didn't practice that much the whole way through, just because mm -hmm. it wasn't that kind of thing, right? It's one of the as you 
good and bad. You can see it's like a get on stage and like give her hell yeah, thing. Like yeah. whatever happens, happens. We, we broke a string, had to jump off, and I think Nate fell down at the show you were at. Took, took yep, a yeah, he did. Took a dive. He slipped and got fell. Got right back up, tuned back in, kicked that ass, man. It was, it was pretty wild. Man, and we're out here <laughs> spilling beer. Yeah. That, yeah. That just, Me it, too, though, probably from up there. Yeah, dude, I mean. Yeah. Man, I mean. Spilling I, it right down my throat, dude. I, right, 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 right. Yeah. I mean, dude. I will. That's that's what's so fun about the honky tonk. Oh yeah. Music is that it's just it's all it's all a party, you know. Oh it's, yeah. It's just all about having a shit ton of fun. Everyone is like a big family, you know. Every, no doubt. Everyone is sharing, like you know. Yeah, you know the the beer and the 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 music. It's you know it's danceable. Definitely. It's just it's man. I I mean like I feel like when it comes to you know our average like millennial pop culture, there's a stigma that attaches itself to country music. Yeah, you know. Oh, I get it. Too. It's like you love it or hate it. You oh, know? I get it. But you know, but also you know there are uh, you. It's too bad that you have to have qualifiers with country music now. Like I can't say I can't say country music to anybody without going uh, without them groaning. Like, well, yeah, because yeah. I say uh, you know you got to say some shit like not the country music that you can hear on the radio. Right. Like right. not that. Right. Right. Or people would be like country music sucks now. I'd be like, dude, there's actually. A, too much country music, you just can't find it on on your radio. Oh, it's yeah, over there's an overwhelming Oh my god. You know, yeah. a bunch of country music, but your radio fucking sucks. Yeah. You're right. So you're right, right. about that. Right. I mean commercialism <laughs> yeah. commercialism has yeah. ruined the stuff a lot you of music. You can find fucking sucks. Oh yeah. Man. I mean it's ruined it's ruined yeah. rock music in a lot oh, of ways. Oh, it's all the the genres oh, are married. Yeah. yeah, and rap and country have had a they've had a very similar fate, you know, over the kind of Evolution of the music industry right. in the last, you know, twenty years. You know, you got, you have whatever powerhouses allowing, um, you know, only certain, certain artists on the radio now. So that's what everybody defines now as rap and country. It's right, same, right. same thing. And you know, just like I do, you got to work harder to find the rap that you should be listening oh to. Just God, like yeah. country music, you got to do the, you got to do the same thing. It's like who's, who, who is, who is, why aren't people playing uh, Blitz and Trapper? Why aren't people playing Sturgill Simpson? Why right. aren't, why aren't more radio playing, uh, you know, Trampled by Turtles right. type shit? You and know? I think like, they get, I think, I think that the bubbles pop. I don't think. I think that we're on the good side of it. It's still tough, though. Yeah, yeah. You know? No, I agree. So, oh, yeah, oh, right. Amongst our gen generation, I think, but they're getting more hip to it, for sure. Yeah. Like, younger people are understanding, like... Oh, I used to think what's I... What's on the radio is not it. Right. I, I used to think I hated country music, <laughs> yeah. but I fucking love it. <laughs> right. Though, you know? It's, right, because you find the real stuff. Yeah, it's like, right. oh, this is it. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I feel like a great way to infiltrate that is by seeing your, your local... Absolutely, absolutely, because you get in that atmosphere and you see and just like, and you see the people that come to the show on Locust Street, right? You know you got rockers, that, you right. know you got every fucking right outside Linneman's. Right, in, you, you got know? people playing rock and roll there. You got you got polka people out there. You got everybody right. coming out and like doing. It and you're like, oh, they they think this is cool. Like, oh, I guess I guess it is. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. In the country, in the country, I mean, River West. I mean, you know how this neighborhood is. And I mean, we're rolling deep in honky tonkers here. Oh, like, yeah. so shit. Sure. There, you can't, 
take a step without tripping yeah. over some walkie talk or right. What are some <laughs> other good, what are some other good bands out here? I want I'm actually curious because I want to see more. Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, well, shit, Milwaukee, we got a lot of them. Don't I mean, nobody take me to task if I forget anybody out. But here's the role, basically. You got like Buffalo Gospel is a very uh, they're a straightforward country band, okay? Yeah. That's a good country band. Uh, Hughes Family Band is oh, kind yeah. of a newer country band. Connor. Yeah. yeah, and now and now Connor Connor's asshole ass running. <laughs> <laughs> Love dude. Yeah, and the Hughes brothers, those fucks too. I don't like those guys. <laughs> no, just kidding. They're probably drinking beer outside right now. Most likely. Yeah, yeah. they're out there. They but they uh, so so like they could get like those are all honky tonkers. Um, you know Joe Huber. Well, he I mean he's oh, yeah. internationally known yeah. now. He he's just a little bit country, but like Zach was here. Yeah, yesterday. Zach was here yesterday. Zach was here yesterday. He brought Shy Lacour. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, man. He's that kind of good country, that kind of clean country. That's good. Yes. Yeah. Good stuff. So there are a bunch of those. Long Mama kicks ass. Oh, yeah. They're all just kind of hanging out. Yeah, dude. It's ready to jump for sure. Joe Huber was at Anandine last week. Yeah. I, I missed it because I worked on I did Thursdays. go. I did go. I can't uh, remember all of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. Just the picture say I was there. Yeah, man. I mean, on my own phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Anodyne is a good, uh, I feel like is really good for, like, folk and country musicians. I mean, I saw Chicken Wire there. That's what it's for, yeah. Yeah, That's I saw the for. Oxleys there. Yeah. You know, it's a it's yeah. a ton of fun because it's, I mean, I feel like even just, like, the aroma in yeah. Anodyne is so, it's yeah. ideal for... And then the kind, of the, the kind of the nostalgia, even though I did live in... Uh, I didn't live in uh, like coffee country right, in yeah. 1965, but all the shit they got in the back of the <laughs> shit they got in the back of the Did I? Let me check my phone. <laughs> yeah, right. But all the shit they got back there, like it all kind of makes sense. But obviously, it's a it's a coordinated effort. But yeah, it, it lands. Right, it does. <laughs> That's my point. Precisely. So, um, so. Uh, you uh, you toured uh, out east uh, this past yeah March. little Rust Belt little, little Rust Belt yeah. trip. You're out in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I saw you were out in. Uh, we did Ohio. we went we went uh, Chicago, Chicago, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Athens, Ohio. Word. Yeah. Yeah, man. What were your takeaways playing out? Oh playing man, out, it man. was uh, it was good for us. Even to do four days, it was funny because we, you know, we have so many music buddies that have. They're like veterans of the road, so they know what's going on. I've been paying attention for many years, like how like how they plan it out and how to do it. And so originally we we were more ambitious and we're like, we'll take a full week, first yeah. time out. And we're like, we'll do like seven, eight, nine days, and we'll just you know we'll crank it out. And by the time one big takeaway is by the by the end, we were like, no fucking way. Like we were gonna stay out here for seven, eight days. Like we yeah. are not prepared to do that. Mostly because I mean it's it's a grind. You got to know how to you got to know how to manage yourself and manage being really close to. I mean we're in the same van with three people. When's the last time that you had three people around you for <laughs> for uh, twenty hours a day? Uh, for five days in a row. It's like I haven't so done that. He was with my parents like when I was fucking six yeah, years old. I right. don't even know if I did it. Then. I haven't done that since South by Southwest. Uh, <laughs> yeah, two, okay. Three or no, two years ago. Yeah. But but even then, it's like we broke off. You know, right. we did our own things for right. a while. 
But and we tried to do by the end. We're like, holy shit, dude! Like, I don't want. I I love you guys, but I want you to walk away for a little bit. For a little bit, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah we just <laughs> yeah. like we kind of did it naturally. We didn't even talk about it. And all of a sudden, we were in Athens, Ohio, which is a super weird, like, still feel Appalachia feel. I don't know if sure. you've been there, but it's like. Uh, Cause you're just, you know, you're just west of of that, you know, real Appalachian, West Virginia and shit. But you don't, you're not really out of it yet. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of in, you're kind of in this strange space, and we just kind of like, <laughs> just kind of like faded apart. Right. Nobody dispersed. said anything to each other. Yeah, I went to some bar and got some, uh, got some really good like coffee and butterscotch shot, and probably drank about a thousand of those. And <laughs> two hours later and said hey where are you at and I said oh yeah I'm sitting in this bar just break you know ten steps from the place that we ate right <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> where are you oh I took a walk oh that's cool yeah no but that, but it was awesome but we uh we had such a good time but it shouldn't have started with a hard time but but the uh man the experience was so good and I talked about uh I talked about Ram and Bob earlier, and so mm-hmm. he lived in Cleveland, and Ram and Bob's just is still our biggest fan, and we're his too. So I got to have the other guys meet the original Wild Clang. Oh, wow. Nice. And stay with he and Bridget, his, his wife, and, and their daughter, and he came and played Kazoo on Baraboo Flood oh, fun. on stage at this awesome, awesome venue. The other two bands did a kick ass job, like promoting the show. Yeah. Awesome venue, great show. Kazoo finish, yeah, just kicked right. ass. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, so it was a blast. Pittsburgh was too. That's where, that's where Kentucky Rob Collier uh, lived for a while. Oh no, sure. Yeah, his background's yeah. confusing. I like to make it that way. He never gave me permission to use that nickname, but I swear I'm still doing but it. But it's out on re- it's yeah, on record it now. It works now. Yeah, it's on camera and everything. Right, right, right. Internet. Yeah. So he's from Pittsburgh. So he they they packed that place out too with a band called the Big Band and <clears throat> and it uh I mean it was just awesome to go out and. People got hyped, and you you realize that people remember when you leave, right? So now I still, now I still, um, an example, all my social media stuff. Now, at, when we got back, we did all the any promotional stuff we do online. Like I don't know the people anymore. Just suddenly, right. like since the trip, yeah. I don't know what. And I started like, like what? Who is this that's liking this? And they go through. It was easier to manage now, and now it's like random people will be like, oh, they're from fucking. Whatever, whatever. Right, I right. Was. Somewhere in the Rust Belt. Circleville. Ohio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. So, anyways, it, it was it was really really awesome, and it was it was one of the things that if I if uh, if we wouldn't have gotten to do it before we were done, I would have a serious regret, and that even those five days make a world of difference. Oh, totally. To be able to go like. Like I said earlier, to be like, we did it. Like that. That's one of the things. Oh yeah, totally. Just like yes, but we did that. Yeah, we killed it. Even if it was four days, it fucking uh, ruled. Totally. Yeah. Well, that's one hell of a fucking. <laughs> yeah. That's one hell. Like that's. I mean, it's commendable. You know, it's like you know, it doesn't matter the longevity of the band as long as you're out right. having a good time. Got to do it. Never forget it. Right. Never traveling. Forget. Never forget it. Oh right. yeah. Speaking of which, what's it like playing in your hometown now? Hometown now is uh, we did an album release in November, and uh, and we did one here at Little Men's on Friday night. Then we went to Saturday night Baraboo, and uh, I mean I think that's the last show we played there. Oh wow! But it uh, it was a blast. 
for sure had a lot of people that because like I said I didn't pick up a guitar till I was like 23 24 whatever and so there are still a lot of people that after I left home like don't they don't even though I see it online and stuff I don't think they really believe it until they actually get wow Beaumont's playing yeah they come back and they're still like they like like stuff online and be like oh that's like an actual band like it's probably like a like singer songwriter in the corner I'm not talking no throwing no shade at those people but you probably think it's not like like they probably think I'm doing that, so then they yeah. show up, and uh, and you you kind of blow their doors off because oh, they didn't yeah. because they just don't expect it to come right. right? Yeah. And then when we play in the Dells, so we played which is right next to Barrowwood, right? Yeah, right. So our second to last show was up in the Dells and uh, had a ton of family and friends and like old, like ex teachers mm-hmm. and like all that <laughs> yeah. shit come up, you know, and just like and you've seen the show, so you just like kind of scaring them a little bit yeah. and also like go, like going after them hard right just showing them like no this is real mm-hmm. so it's like that it's it's pretty satisfying Hell yeah and people usually uh it, they typically have come away you know being excited for us hell yeah no that's, that's <laughs> fucking awesome that's awesome though yeah I no mean, doubt yeah i mean i'm always it's like sort of like that um you know there's a lot of hometown blues that come with like going home after you relocate and whatever. Absolutely. But when you can bring it back and kind of bring your your current version of yourself. Right. And it's like, you know, this is what I'm doing now. Get used to it. Right. You know. Right. Right. It's like people. Sure, people are gonna take it or leave it. But at the end of the day, you're having a fucking good ass. You're exactly right. And it's been more so. That part's been more so. I think with my with my parents than with the people from my town. Yeah. So just kind of like, and they they never hesitated. Like they knew, like they get it. They totally get it. But at the same time, like all the people from my hometown are kind of just like, yeah, this makes sense. Yeah. My parents yeah. just kind of like, you know, they, <laughs> they're obviously extremely supportive. Come to all, like all the shows, try to support, support a ton, but also no matter, you know, if we're singing about we're singing about getting hammered, we're singing about doing drugs, you know, partying hard, doing yeah. whatever, just kind of like... Right, right, right. Well, yeah. Guess what we're doing now. Yeah, right. Like, I, I support like, the concept. My grandparents coming to the, you know... Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah coming to the release show. Just be like, sorry about this verse, you know, about that, but uh, I'm going to say goddamn now. You ready yeah, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, Grandpa, earmuffs real quick. Yeah. Earmuffs. <laughs> Grandpa, <laughs> I, you don't want to hear this you shit. Don't, you don't want to, you don't want you no part of this You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, so kind of like that, but but super satisfying as a whole. No totally. doubt. No doubt. So how, so you're going out to, going out to Colorado, um, how do you, uh, how are you going to, I feel like, or I guess, how will you, because imagine you're going to be playing out music still, you know, like, like, I guess what's the plan with like music moving forward? Dude, that's a, that's a super good question because you don't, uh, you think about, um, you think about just revving up what we, what I just did with the band. Right. And, uh, basically what that was is a, a whole bunch of my songs and I had to convince them you know that this will be fun when you get up there yeah. like i know and and i'm not a they are all musicians nate rob dan are real like real actual musicians yeah. right yeah so it takes a lot of convincing before we get up there i'm just like and i gotta talk through you know i can't speak musically to them because i got I'm, musically i'm nobody which they know whatever i still can make it through but i can communicate it but 
it's really difficult. It takes a lot more. Um, it's a lot tougher than a lot of good musicians could be like, hey, here's how you're going to play this song. This is what it is. You know, like a drummer to shuffle beat or whatever the fuck the drummer. I don't know what yeah. you say a drummer is. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. So anyways, like a lot of people could do that. I can't do that. So it's going to be a lot tougher for me. When I think about rebooting and finding a bunch of people to play my songs, that doesn't, that do, that's not quite striking me as a, as a feel-good thing. Even though I know it would be still be fun to get people uh, revved back up to play my to play my songs, mm-hmm. you know, like I don't yeah. think I want to do that this time through. But I still might. But, Down the line, maybe. But perhaps. well, yeah. but it, it sounds more fun to me to get people that want to play the music that like I'm playing because you know that these people are all over the place that would like to play this music. But I would like to do it more collaboratively than I've done. I don't. I don't want to take. I don't want to take twenty songs to them and say, "Hey, can you learn these songs that I wrote? Like these are my songs, my band, you know." And I would take my. Uh, if I one regret that I had with my current band, if I could take my name off the, off the top. I would do it in a second. Really? Oh, absolutely. Sure. No question. Because by the end, it's like this is like this is our band. I don't want this to be my band. I don't need that. I get a big, I, like I have a big enough ego, but I don't need that. I don't, yeah. Like I don't need this part, right? Yeah. I don't need that. It's more fun to me to be like with those four guys and make it the deal. So I, I, I'm a little bit hesitant to like, and I think I could. But to find four guys to play my songs, mm-hmm. I don't know that I necessarily want to do that. Yeah, for sure. And we'll see. I don't know. You know, I like I said, I, I have the desire to play loud, loud and fast, mm-hmm. and with intensity. Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. so we'll see what that means. Yeah. I don't know what that means yet. Yeah, we'll right, right, right. Yeah. No, but I mean, there are a lot of players out there, so so we'll see what happens. Totally. I don't really know what it's going to look like. Yeah, dude. Well. Shit, I mean, we'll be we'll be watching out here. You know? okay. I'm out of beer because I drank it all. But <laughs> um, I'm gonna plant those both together. Um, so yeah, all right, Beaumont. <laughs> Man, dude, thank you for thank you so much for presenting the uh, the tall boys. Actually, oh I, yeah, you gotta bring the big dogs. Yeah, I brought the bring the big dogs. We brought the big dogs out. Yeah. So Beaumont, tell me what keeps you up at night. Oh, keeps you up at night. Uh, really absolutely nothing because you can't solve it in the middle of the night i mean this is whatever problem you got it's bigger than just tonight i mean what about tomorrow tomorrow's cool all right we need daylight you ever think about tomorrow you never you th- think th- about you, tomorrow you ever think about 11 a.m to 3 p.m when <laughs> yeah. the sun's rays you ever think about daytime hours right 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 yeah try that on for size that's good man how do you like them apples <laughs> yeah what or something like that yeah so what puts you to sleep Ooh. That, that oh goddamn that lightning that seemed like it was never gonna stop last night. Oh, it was great. That didn't put me to sleep. That was, the rain did. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fantastic summer storm last night. Yeah, I, it I was. tell you. Yeah, it was. Thanks for being on the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Had a ton of fun. Beaumont James, uh, his album uh, "Try Every Trick" is on all streaming platforms, uh, but we can't wait to see what he does in Colorado. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time.